the living word of God. We'll be reading verses one through seven. A psalm of David, a, a contemplation. Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord does not impute iniquity and in whose spirit there is no deceit. When I kept silent, my bones grew old through my groaning all the day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me. My vitality was turned into the drought of summer. I acknowledge my sin to you and my iniquity I have not hidden. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord. And you forgave the iniquity of my sin. For this cause, everyone who is godly shall pray to you in a time when you may be found. Surely in a flood of great waters, they shall not come near him. You are my hiding place. You shall preserve me from trouble. You shall surround me with songs of deliverance. Oh Lord, we come to your word now together and humble ourselves and ask that our eyes would be open to your word, that your name would be exalted as we prepare to commune with you at your table in faith and receive grace through your means of grace in the word of God and in this sacrament. And we submit to you in the name of Jesus. Amen. I believe many of you have seen the movie, The Hiding Place. It was made many years ago. And, uh, or you, maybe you've read that book. And it was by Corrie Ten Boom, maybe about her. <clears throat> and you probably know that story. Corrie and her family uh, offered a literal uh, hiding place for Jews being persecuted uh, during the Nazi-occupied uh, Netherlands, in, in the Netherlands in World War II. And Corrie learned through her own trials, especially in the concentration camps uh, that she and her sister were in, that the Lord Jesus is her hiding place. He is our hiding place, our refuge. And there's a beautiful song, and I, it moves me every time I hear it, but it's by a group called Selah, and it's just called You Are My Hiding Place. And there aren't many words in that song. And it says, you are my hiding place. You always fill my heart with songs of deliverance. Whenever I am afraid, I will trust in you. And then the only other words it says near the end, let the weak say I am strong in the strength of the Lord. So dear brothers and sisters, I'd like to ask a question. <clears throat> when, or where, or let me say, where do you run? Where, do you, where are you tempted to run when you are overwhelmed? When you are fearful? Who or maybe what is your refuge? You know the answer. I know you know the answer. But... In the flesh, where might you think, oh, I can find a refuge somewhere else? Only one is able to be your refuge, of course, the one who died for you, the one who cares for you, the one who has all power to protect you. Wherever else you're going, that isn't the case. And our problems get much worse, I believe, when we try to contrive our own hiding place from problems or fears, uh, when we're attacked, when we're under trial, whatever that may be. We don't find peace when we do not turn to the Lord who is our protector, who is our deliverer. Our deliverance is never sure otherwise. When we try to shelter ourselves or make a haven for ourselves, our relief will always end up, I believe, uh, at being insufficient and temporary at best. And I was just referring to us as individuals, but think of us as a church, as a body here or as the church, uh, the true church in this country. If the church seeks, for example, uh, the state to be its refuge or its security, it becomes 
what we see many denominations have already become. They become weak. They become unable to resist the foolish whims uh, and the control of a tyrannical government on any level. They become accustomed to trusting in the government, so they put their security, their refuges in the government. They'll take care of us. So because that forces dependence, really, on the government. And so then uh, it causes us to, or causes anyone who does this, to become unable to speak the word to, against the state when they're errant. The law of God alone points us to he who is alone our refuge. The Lord is our hiding place. And we should, each of us, say each day, Oh, Lord, you are my hiding place, or something along that line. And as a congregation, together, uh, say sometimes, Oh, Lord, you are our hiding place. May we never seek ultimate safety and security in any other refuge. This verse goes on, and David said, You shall preserve me from trouble. And he had a lot of trouble. Now, the word refuge, just to go back for a second, has many synonyms, it turns out. And they're very helpful to understand this passage. Fortress is one of those. Safe place, a shelter from danger or distress, a sanctuary, a retreat, a haven, and there are many. And of course, you know that a refugee is a person who is seeking a safe place, uh, free from oppression. Someone who needs a permanent solution to their distress and the weakness and the fear that they're they're, uh, experiencing. And then I got to thinking, too, well, there were cities of refuge back then, cities of refuge, and that refers to the cities that were set aside for those who had killed someone accidentally, where they could flee, where they had asylum uh, from the avenger of blood until the case was judged. And the Lord provided these cities of refuge, which really pointed to him uh, as our refuge and our place of safety. Our Lord Jesus is the one to whom we must flee Uh, as our refuge, when we need a refuge and when we need deliverance from uh, whatever it may be. He delivered us from the wrath of God. He is our deliverer on any given day. Psalm 9 says, The Lord will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. In Psalm 31, David cried out, Bow down your ear to me, deliver me speedily. Be my rock of refuge, a fortress of defense to save me. So he's referred to the Lord as his rock of refuge. And this isn't a small rock. It's a huge rock. It's not going anywhere. A movable rock. And it's a picture of the strength of the Lord. A place that we can flee to and know that when we are there, we also will not be moved. Psalm 28 said that he, the Lord, is the saving refuge of his anointed. Psalm 46.1, which we quoted earlier in our uh, scripture, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Our refuge, the Lord Jesus, is ever-present in our trouble. We should flee to him. And David, when Saul was trying to kill him, one of the times that Saul was trying to kill him, in Psalm 59, he said said to the Lord, you have been my defense and refuge in the day of my trouble. Even in the midst of that, he said, you are my refuge. And another way of expressing in the scriptures that the Lord is our refuge is to think of him as a strong tower. It refers to the Lord Jesus as our strong tower. Psalm 61 says, For you have been a shelter for me, a strong tower from the enemy. Psalm 144, 2, 
praises the Lord, my loving kindness and my fortress, my high tower and my deliverer, my shield and the one in whom I take refuge. And then Proverbs 18 says, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. So we run to him. By the name of the Lord, it means to him, to who he is. So our refuge, our rock, our strong tower is the Lord Jesus who died for us. He is our deliverer. We cannot deliver ourselves from the just consequences of our rebellion against his law uh, or even from the struggles of living in a fallen world as fallen people. But the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Praise God, we can flee to him. And David concludes here, you shall preserve me from trouble. You shall surround me with songs of deliverance. It's an interesting picture. Surrounded by songs of deliverance. Indeed, this psalm is a song of deliverance. He wrote a number of them. David wrote many. And he was reminded often of his deliverance, of the Lord's deliverance, uh, and of his deliverer, the Lord Jesus. In Psalm 91, this is a beautiful song of deliverance. And I'd meditate on this if you feel like, I am overwhelmed. I need to remember who, uh, who I must flee to. Meditate on this. And it will remind you of the delivering power of the Lord. Psalm 91 verse 4 says, He shall cover you with his feathers. And you know this picture of a bird, a very weak uh, young bird, but with the mother. He shall cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you shall take refuge. Some, verse, some other passages talk about it as a shadow, under the shadow of his wings. So our safety, brothers and sisters, is in our nearness to the Lord. And as we partake of this table this morning and give thanks for our union with him, for, indeed for our deliverance, let's praise him that we have a refuge, a sure refuge, a strong tower is our Lord Jesus and come to receive grace and uh, to be strong in him. Let's pray. Oh Lord, we come now to our only refuge and our rock, our fortress and our strong tower. And we rejoice that we can come at all through the work of the Lord Jesus on the cross. And we come as those who need deliverance from and, and rest from the battles that we face with the world and our own flesh and our enemy. And we pray now that we would receive this wine and the broken cracker, remembering who you are and what you have done for your people. And may we praise you from our heart with songs of deliverance, for we ask this in the name of of Jesus, our refuge. Amen.